Okay, well, audition crashed, so now I'm recording this again. Here's another conversation about movies. Will I ever talk about anything else? Probably not. Deal with it. Thanks to Marvel for sponsoring this podcast and sponsoring all future podcasts. I can't say this enough. I am eternally grateful to Marvel and Disney for sponsoring me. They drove, they flew and put up some of my friends so that we could talk about Endgame. They flew us out to see it at the premiere, and we don't talk about any of that because um, we're not allowed to. I signed so many non-disclosure agreements, but um, yeah, man, I just really want to thank them and thank everybody for the opportunity to be here wow eternally grateful hashtag blessed if you like this podcast find a way to tell me and that's all move on with your life after this is over goodbye farewell quite honestly most women bore me you know if they smoke I'm turned off if they drink I'm out of there uh, if they're stupid I'm bored if they're mean I'm bored if they're trying to use me I'm out of there so I guess I'm very picky if they don't work out I'm not interested if the mind is lazy and the body's lazy who cares you mean working out uh, physically that's right out. Oh, that's if they're not in shape hey go be fat on someone else's time You guys having a good day? Challenging day? Not challenging. Not challenging. That's good. Relaxing. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Just making sure that this is nice. La da da da. Hi, welcome to Oafcast. This is another one with two more people (laughs) that I know. Would you like to introduce yourself or would you like me to? I would like to see you do it. I'd like to hear you do it. Well, with me today to talk about Marvel's glorious cinematic universe. Is that what you want to talk about, right? Yes. Okay. We're talking about Endgame with my friend Neil Hargis and his lovely wife, Catherine Hargis. Do you have an abbreviation or is it just... Okay, cool. <laughs> we can edit out like those things so that nobody knows uh, that I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Thanks for coming up just to um, film this podcast. Yeah, we record it. We drove eight hours just for this podcast. Yeah, we're shooting for roughly an hour, and then you guys can just leave my house. (laughs) Great. Thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Um, You asked me a couple weeks ago to do one about uh, Endgame. Mm-hmm. And at first, uh, I didn't want to do it because I knew a billion people were going to be talking about Endgame. And uh, after doing a Netflix movie, I thought I really need to double down on foreign films that nobody's ever heard of or will probably ever see. But I relented, and we're talking about a movie that made like $68 billion in four hours. How do you guys think? Uh, that's pretty close. That was maybe like $65 million, billion. But it's pretty accurate. Yeah. I think most of that money was from uh, women too. I think I think the audience was actually uh, like ninety percent women who saw this one. Well, they had that scene made just for women, where all that was a pretty cool scene though. Female cast came out, so that was a pretty neat scene. I'm gonna guess by now that uh, everybody in the world seen this movie at sixty 
$600 billion, everybody would have had to have seen it at least twice. Yeah, if you haven't seen so, it, we're going to spoil it for you. So Right away. There's already spoilers. Right. Everybody dies. Yes. Everybody. At the end of it, they say, we didn't know how to end the movie. <laughs> they just put up the Russo brothers come in. They're like, we didn't know how to end the movie. So we're going to kind of reset everything. And everybody sort of dies. And then they're just like, I don't know. We'll just sort of throw spider-man back in and you guys will forget about it which is a surprising <laughs> ending but um yeah i guess we'll just get right into it spoilers ahead if you haven't seen Endgame, um that's probably not possible at this point what'd you guys think of marvel's uh in game uh, wait, wait it's called avengers in game i i loved it um we've been watching these movies since like 2008 so 11 years in the making, we've been like led up to this movie, and I think it would be almost impossible to live up to the hype of 11 years, but it did it somehow. And you've seen every single one? Yeah, every single one. On release day, actually. Every single one on release day? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done that. What about you, Have me? Have you seen? I've seen all of them, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not and Thor then... 2. You haven't seen Thor 2, right? I saw Thor 2. Oh, oh Thor the Dark World. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a really stellar one. That's a noteworthy one. Um, and since I've been dating him, or been with him, um, anytime it comes out, gotta go to the... Oh, so you're on opening day with him? Oh, yeah, for sure. That's fun. <laughs> Did you guys ever cosplay to a release? Did you ever do that? No. No. Do you wear, like, a Marvel shirt when you go to see these things? Neil used to wear his Captain America shirt. Like, oh, the wow. generic. Just when I got fat, and they don't fit anymore, oh, so... Well, you can just get a fatter one. <laughs> I mean, they definitely make sizes up to XXXXL. <laughs> yeah. I've seen the fans. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen how these things... I see how these uh, people tend to be. Yeah. No offense, live your best life. Uh, the Blob, he's a character that anybody can cosplay. <laughs> I love the Blob and I love X Men Origins Wolverine. Did you, did you see that one? Yeah, that's a really good one. That's you probably like my Origins. I think uh, I think Origins Wolverine they is better. Deadpool on that. It's better. The, 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 that Deadpool's better than the new Deadpool for sure. Old Man Logan. Did you see that? Yeah, I liked Old Man Logan. Not not as good as X Men Origins Wolverine. Really, for sure. Uh, you know. Uh, the guy from the Black Eyed Peas was in that movie. So, Will I am? yeah, Will I Am was in that movie. In Origins? Oh, yeah. What character really, is he? So that made it? Not a noteworthy one, but he's a character. I oh, think okay. he could teleport, and I think he teleported into his death. So, so not very diplomatic. Good at his powers. No. Maybe he was still learning. It was like an X-Men. It's Origins. Right. He's learning his powers. Right. Okay. They are a special team that it, it, they kind of show they've been on lots of missions before. But I think Oh, he's the one that teleported into... Um, like teleported into Sabertooth's hand. Yeah. Yeah, pretty smart Okay, move. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good one. I think that I think that's also got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, I think it's got like 97%. I think some <laughs> people had a problem with a few scenes. But, like Deadpool. No, I think that, that Deadpool's really good. That's the Deadpool that everybody likes, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. That's the Deadpool they're going to go back to now that Disney owns uh, the Fox. Oh, yeah, again. Deadpool 3 will be the 
Ryan Reynolds with his mouth sewn shut. They're going to sew his mouth shut so he doesn't cuss. <laughs> and then they can do that. It, 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 they can do the PG-13 thing because he'll he can't say anything. Right. They'll just look at the camera and they'll... Yeah, I don't know what they'll do. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck doing a Deadpool 3. Do you think now that Disney owns Fox, they will bring in Fantastic Four and X-Men? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about X-Men. I have no idea what they're doing with that. That's well, a clusterfuck. I saw... Um, well, yeah, there's still Dark Phoenix coming out. Yeah, that so comes out in like two weeks. Pass. Agreed. All of, I, I think ever since... <laughs> that uh, that last one? Future Pass was the only good one since... For a long time. I don't know. That um, that reboot kind of thing was pretty good. Yeah, that was Days of Future Past, right? Um, that was like a tie-in between the original um, X-Men that we have and then the new ones that mm-hmm. were established in uh, First Class. Yeah. They, it was a they, sequel they to First Class. They took Wolverine back in time and they never did anything with that. I don't even remember that movie. At the end of the movie, he was like back in... It's like they took him from the old timeline into the new movie timeline oh so they and took they never brought him into the movies like it's just jennifer lawrence and now sophie turner doing it not thing. true man there's a brilliant scene that makes no sense in apocalypse where he shows up as weapon x for a scene you remember that oh yeah but it how did he no, become weapon x no because he was dropped in the like you remember they I don't remember that. I don't remember the Days of Future okay. Past. Uh, see, I don't even remember that movie hardly at all. It, it's all. That's the up. one with. Is that with Peter Dinklage? Uh, they go back to stop Sentinels, and yes. then in the future they have yes. uh, the Sentinels. Yes. Um, Sentinels, Sentinels. I don't know what the word is. Those big purple monsters, um, robot monsters. Yeah, I hardly remember anything besides that, and maybe like they're in the clouds or something. Did you see this one? Uh. I don't think so. No, I guess not. I don't know what you're talking about, so. <laughs> yeah, it's... I hardly remember that at all. I saw a theory. In Apocalypse. You saw what? I saw a theory where, um, you know, in Endgame, they talk about, like, when Thanos did the snap, it's like a huge cosmic radiation. Like, Earth is the center of cosmic radiation that's never been seen before. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense they could bring that X-Men in through that. Like, the X-Men are yeah, I was generating just thinking powers about from the radiation of the snap. Yeah, well, in that Spider-Man trailer, I rewatched that a little while ago, and there's, like, a, a quiet line where Nick Fury's like, after the snap, things have gotten crazy. Or so something like that, which is why um, the Mysterio character, who's from an alternate dimension, comes into this one. Right. So it's like, I was thinking about that, and I was like, oh, they can do anything they want at this point. They, I mean, they can... In the, they can and the later one be like, I'm Iron Man from another, they're going to give Robert Downey a billion dollars. And he's like, I'm a different <laughs> universe, Iron Man. Or they're going to like CGI a bunch of Tom Hollands or they can do anything now. Right. For sure. Yeah. So I could see them doing a fantastic four thing. Like, well, if they're talking about radiation, that's how they get their powers. So they could send some four people off and we have a new fantastic four, which I guess they would do really well. So it would be pretty hyped. If they I think, get I think they, four. You know, with the death of Iron Man and the retirement of Captain America, they need like a leader. And Reed Richards, Reed Richards is, the is a tech leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it makes sense yeah. to bring him in. I mean, I don't think Spider Man, I don't think uh, Falcon, like those characters and those actors can't fill the shoes of being like the leader of the Avengers. True. Maybe Black Panther. I feel like they'll Black do Panther a Namor does. route. I feel like they'll do that. Yeah, because they're probably going to do um, Namor, oh, okay. Submariner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they have, because um, he's like an anti-hero. Do you know who Namor is? He's like the Marvel version of Aquaman. 
the Aquaman. But Aquaman's not that great. Namor's better. Namor's better. Okay. Namor's not like specifically um, just out in the sea. Like his his dealing, he deals with like kind of everybody because he has uh, problems with Wakanda and Black mm-hmm. Panther. And like in the lore of the comics, they actually kind of have a rift and an ongoing sort of war of sorts like they get to a stalemate and they're like they have to work with each other but i think they're also like warring countries and things like that i don't know how all that works since he would be underwater and they would be like on africa somewhere but that's what it is <laughs> I, think, I think they're gonna do that because i think they're gonna do a uh, galactus oh you think the next galactus? Big bad oh yeah for sure they'll definitely do like some sort of weird trippy purple guy which they, which you would have to do the Fantastic Four. You have to do Fantastic Four to do so, and they own it. And yeah, you have to do Nobody Silver wanted Surfer. to do. I don't know if you have to. I mean, they I did mean, do Silver like, Surfer with Thanos, so I don't know why. But I guess. But Galactus like has to have a herald. Oh yeah, you're right. And Silver Surfer is like the most iconic well, herald. I was thinking about. Um, I was thinking about the Galactus thing, but then I thought Doctor Doom would be better. Although I don't know if that would be replacing um, a purple guy with a metal hand with a all metal guy with a green cape. Right. We and they did doc- similar things. Well, they did Dr. Doom in the Fox version of the movie. Yeah. Like a couple, times. you know, a couple of years ago. Yeah. So I wonder if, you know, when they brought Spider-Man back, they didn't do anything that the previous Spider-Man movies had done. So like they didn't do green goblin and then didn't do Doc Ock. Yeah. But Dr. Doom is like, it's the fantastic five really. Right. He's just like the one that's like, I quit the band. Right. Um, and he's like, he would be the perfect person to put in. I think Galactus would be too obvious. And Dr. Doom would be a better person to put in and fulfill this mastermind kind of role. Because, like, in in the comic, he they do storylines every few years and he's, like, running. They, they just did a storyline, um, like, two or three years ago where Dr. Doom ends up cre- recreating the universe in his image. And it's like... He like gets to the tippy top of everything and then he eventually realizes like, oh, all this is like really silly. And then he gives it all up and lets uh, Miracle Man, I think, recreate the universe and Reed Richards' son, Franklin Richards' image. Because Reed Richards' son, if you think Captain Marvel is powerful, really Scarlet Witch is supposed to be more powerful than Captain Marvel and so and Doctor Strange too. And then on another level, Reed Richards' son can create universes within universes like he can create multiverses while living in them like it, he gets really trippy yeah he's like the most powerful well uh, like character i'm pretty sure at some point they, they should done. do that they should do that <laughs> that would be hard to do they should that'd be yeah you could do a lot of cool things with that and they, they do cool things with dr strange so yeah they did i feel like they did scarlet witch dirty very poorly like i like that actress she does a good job but I mean, she just like she just kind of sits on the sideline, doesn't do anything, and then like she'll randomly show that she's super powerful, and then does nothing. Well, she's well, she has like um, a really interesting side of things because she's like inherently magic, and then you have the Sorcerer Supreme who had to learn and understand this concept of magic. Like, there's nothing too special inherently about Doctor Strange. He learns and becomes and fulfills the role. And she's set up to just sort of like, I think either already have them or through some genetic experimentation. But they're both, they both seem to be tapping into the same thing. But then it's all cool when Doctor Strange does it, but then she never really gets a chance to do anything. But I guess she disappeared in the snap. Is that right? 
Mm-hmm. She did. So, but she got. I mean, she had a chance at Thanos. Yeah, before and that's the snap. Cool. Yeah, at, in Endgame yeah. it was good, but in like in Infinity War, he just kind of throws her aside after she kills Vision. Yeah, she's like. That's the thing that I don't like is is uh, on the on the comic side of things. Like she can do some really crazy things. She's also another person who she re- she gets really pissed off one day and then recreates because she's Magneto's daughter. She also recreates the universe where like her and her family are the mutants that rule and things like that. So like she can do really right. nutty things. And then you introduce Captain Marvel who literally comes in and just shows that nobody really needs to be there except for like four or five people Uh, because Captain Marvel can literally just decimate everybody else. But it's like, well, Scarlet Witch really can kind of do that too. You have some, you have some other people who can kind of do these things. So it's like, I guess you shouldn't really think about it too much of how powerful is anybody. It's just sort of like, what does anybody actually choose to do with what they can do? But I don't know. It'd be cool to see. Oh, I guess Will Scarlet Witch is going to have her own television show. Oh, she really? Oh. That's what they're doing with Disney Plus. Yeah. Loki's going to have a show. Falcon. Um, I think they're doing a show with Falcon, Scarlet Witch, and uh, Bucky. Bucky. Yeah. And then Loki will have his own show. So we will get to explore. So will that be off of the Loki timeline where he took the Tesseract? I'm guessing. That seems to be what I saw on Twitter. People were kind of pushing it in that direction. So. I would like Fantastic Four stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's all I think about ever since they bought, ever since that purchase went through. That's like I've been talking to a couple people because now you can reintroduce them the same age as Peter. You can have Franklin or sorry, you can have Reed and Sue and everybody be the same age, drop them down to, um, uh, Tom Holland's age you find people along there and then we can go another decade and watch them all kind of grow together that right. would be a cool way to do things is set them up even younger like that high school kind of age yeah and then have all these really smart young kids and then I'm bummed that we didn't get ready. X-Men before everything happened in game because I think that Captain America there's a cool dynamic between Captain America and Wolverine where they both are like they both fought in World War Two, and then they are like now fighting in today's world, mm. and we don't get to see that at all because yeah, Captain America's gone. Who knows what we're gonna get now? Yeah, because and we were teased Adam Warlock at some point. I guess we'll get movie. that in Guardians Three. Yeah, did you read Infinity uh, Gauntlet? I did not. You didn't read the comic, okay? Because in the comic, he is like the he's the one of the big players, right? He's like the solution, the right? He's the one that ends up beating Thanos. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even know if they really like beat Thanos as much as sort of just like talk to him. <laughs> it's kind of funny. But yeah. but like um Adam Warlock is a person who wields the Infinity Gauntlet a couple times. Mm-hmm. I think he wields it the most more than anybody in the canon of things. Yeah, they teased him and I thought we'd get him in Infinity War. I thought we would too. I guess they're going to kind of do something different with him. Right. Which I, I don't know. There's always a part of me that's like I wish in the end Thanos would have just ended as a farmer and instead they kind of like kill him and everything like that. And it's like, well, I guess on some level you do need to do something differently. And it's important to not just recreate what was in the book because they've redone so many things. So right. I guess you just kind of have to give into that. And, uh, oops. And I guess Adam Warlock, it probably got something really interesting boiled up for him. 
Yeah. Everybody else is, there's been like these switches in people where like they've teased Bucky Barnes as the White Wolf and they tease like, um, well, I guess we got Falcon being Captain America. And, mm-hmm. and we saw Ronan. Yeah. Hawkeye. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Oh, man, that was really cool. Yeah, when they do little things like that. You know, the first time that anybody said Hawkeye was when he called his daughter Hawkeye. Really? That's yeah. the first time the names ever been dropped in the movies? The In the first Avengers, um, Stellan Skarsgård's character, he says something about, like, the Hawks, the Hawk up, up there, or something like that, when he's talking to... Oh, right, right. That's the only other time they say something like that. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Or at least what I was told. That made, they say his name. They never really say, like, the code names or anything like that. Yeah, that's like, true. Scarlet Witch! Because it, like... Every character is just there. They just have a name. Except for Spider-Man, because he still uses uh, his disguise. But no one yeah. else really is disguised. They're just Captain them. Yeah. Cap. yeah, they still call him Steve they Rogers. Like Cap or yeah. Steve or Mr. Roger, Mr. Captain America or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of like, they kind of tone that stuff kind of down because it's, it is a bit silly. Right. Um, but yeah. And they, they, yeah, it's really brilliant how they just drop in little things like that. So you would have preferred to see Thanos live out as a farmer? I thought so. And then after I saw it, I was just like, yeah, yeah I'm an idiot. That's why I'm not making these movies. Is <laughs> because it's like that. what they ended up doing with that idea is so much better than what I got stuck on, which is I read the book. And then in the end, I thought it, it, it I mean, it still is. It's a brilliant revelation of this guy gets like to the ultimate goal and he's kills half of the people and he finishes his plan. But then he learns like all of this power and all of these things, he put his efforts and he was focused on the wrong thing. And so it's like, by the end of it, he hangs up all of those ideas in that suit of armor. And at the end of infinity gauntlet, like Adam Warlock and his cronies come to this random planet and they visit Thanos and he's just a simple farmer. And it's like, he had all the power in the world and he's just like, Oh yeah, that wasn't where I kind of should have put any of my effort. And I thought that was really cool revelation because there's not a lot of stories like that. But it like in the whole realm of the MCU and how they've set everything up, like that is really cool. That is, that is a much better idea of like he gets his goal and then becomes a farmer and sort of gives up on, on all the things like that. But it's not just about his perspective of things because he's actually done things that have repercussions to the people that we've followed. And so it's like their story, like he still plays out the farmer thing, but it's not as much of a redemption because nothing gets undone. So it's like that's a much more interesting idea where you can do a lot of movie stuff with right instead of just rehashing yeah from 30 years ago i really like what they did with thanos i think that in infinity war he was a great villain that you but you empathize like you understood his plot Mm -hmm. and you could be like okay his motivations make sense and then that villain died right like as soon as the game starts like that villain's dead yeah and the second thanos we see is a totally different character like yeah because you can tell he hasn't been through the anguish of like killing Gamora to get the stones or like collect, like he didn't earn it. Mm-hmm. And so he's like this, uh, almost cruel. Like the old Thanos wasn't cruel. He was just doing what had to be done. Yeah. And the new one was like, he's oh, arrogant. Like, yeah. He's arrogant and he's ready to, he's excited to smash Steve Rogers or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was really interesting that we got almost, you know, it's the same character, but it's a totally different villain. Yeah. It's like he, he kind of cheated. 
He got, yeah. like, he's like a cheat code and got to the end of the game. It's just right. like, well, then I can do whatever I want. Yeah. And overthinks it, I guess, or doesn't think about it at all. Yeah. Because he's like, well, I accomplished my goal. That's so I'll do it anyways. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. And then I like how, like, yeah, when we do visit him on the farm and there's, like, no regret or anything like that and he just dies, it's like, oh, yeah, this guy does suck. Like, I don't like this guy. Right. There is no, like, real redemption. Like, he does have a very sinister plan and he does get a lot of control over everybody else and it does have, like, really tragic results. Right. So it's like, yeah, I don't like this guy. Just like Umbridge. I was talking with somebody about that, like – like uh, Umbridge does a really good job in the Order of the Phoenix of like you don't like this person at all so it's like by the end of the Thanos arc when his head gets cut off I'm like oh yeah I don't like this guy like yeah we gotta (laughs) gotta figure out I'll follow these guys now and see how we get all this undone and I didn't expect that either I didn't expect the killing him and then the five year gap comes yeah I didn't see I, I didn't know how they would do any of that and that was all really cool yeah and it showed a lot of like the, you know, you have to give up and move on, but then they didn't really, I don't know. It was, I really enjoyed the movie. Yeah. It was cool. I wonder where they're going to go moving forward. Definitely paid off. I did not uh, cry. You did not? On this one. Nope. Nope. I teared up at the beginning. And then um, I think some point in the end of the funeral, I was like, I got a little choked up and I was like, yeah, Tony. <laughs> I love you too, Tony, man. You're a good guy. Yeah. But, uh. In the last one, yeah, when Peter when Peter started to get, he's like, I don't feel good. I was like, that hit me. I was like, wow, you guys suck. <laughs> I didn't expect that at all. Yeah, so you know, I think I don't think I cried in any of them. I kind of rate movies based on that. Yeah. Did you cry or not? <laughs> yeah, if yeah. A, if a movie punches me in the gut, right, then I'm like, whoa, yeah, it's impactful. Yeah. Like La La Land, I saw once in theaters, and I own it. I haven't seen it since I saw it in theaters because it's like. So, much so powerful, yeah. yeah. For me personally, I remember. Did you cry in Infinity War? Yeah. In yeah. the original, like when Peter Parker died. Oh yeah, I teared up for that. That was really upsetting. What yeah, this one. And this one, yeah, I teared up too again. What parts? Like at the funeral or? At the funeral, mm-hmm. and well, as he was dying. Yeah. Like um, when Gwyneth Paltrow came mm-hmm. and like was like comforting him, like it's okay, and then when she lost it. Right after he died. That was so well done. Yes. Where he's like, can't really say anything. And then like when it's all over, it's like his last words were, I am Iron Man. And then it's like, they kind of like all of that gets to uh, fit in together. Yeah. I really liked all that. It was like a punch in the gut too. Yeah. Yeah. I think the whole movie really sold how good of an actor, Robert Downey Jr., Robert Downey Jr. And um, Chris Evans are. Like, I just don't know how. I don't think any of the other actors can like step up. No. Dude, I think Chris um, just does the best job of what I envision. I mean, I don't, I don't want to knock anybody else down, but just whenever I think of Chris Evans, I'm like, wow, that guy understood Steve Rogers. I mean, right. so does so does the um, Robert as as Tony Stark. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, really, like just as much. But for me personally, um, there's just like something about him at, when he's Steve Rogers and not Cap, where I'm just like. I don't know, man. It just sells me as something else. I never, I never think Chris Evans until the movie's over. But I'm right. always sort of thinking about Tony and Robert Downey Jr. simultaneously, which I just recently sort of learned that I thought his actual personality was pretty close to what's portrayed just because 
on the, the hype of these films, he sort of, that sort of carries over. I just recently learned like, he's not like this guy at all. And he really just knows how, how to sell it. And he knows how to, he loves doing movies and characters. So he knows how to get into that process. That's surprising. I would have thought they were very similar yeah. because I do. You know, in interviews and stuff. He acts pretty similar. Yeah. I heard him talking about, I think it was even on Howard Stern where like the first Iron Man movie, when he went to audition, he, this totally caught me off guard. Cause I just think like, Oh, he's a movie star. And I know he had some rehab and some problems and things like that. But he's like talking about how he came in in like a beater car, but to him, it was the most expensive car in the world. And when he got out, like he was that person. And he's like, I'm not like, I don't, I don't think like that, but I saw something in this character and I wanted to bring it out. And he's like, so I just owned it because that was my role. And he's just like, I connected with it. And he's, but he's like, even at the time he's, he's like, I'm a quiet person and I don't have that nice of clothes or a nice car, but he's like, but when I got out of my car, it was as if it was the nicest car. And when I walked in, it was as if I was wearing things, you know, he owned up to it all. And I was just like, wow, I just wouldn't have expected that. I would have just thought like he was already like all of that. He just carried through with him. Like he has an aura that got him the role, but no, he's just a damn good actor. He's a really good actor. If anybody hasn't seen, I don't know if you guys have seen him as a Charlie Chaplin in like a, I think it was the early nineties. He played Charlie Chaplin in a, a biopic and it's like, it's moving. I haven't seen it in a couple of years, but it's a flawless yeah, movie. Check that out. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, he's awesome. So what was the so most Chris? What was the most hyped moment for you? In most the, hyped moment? Yeah. Oh man. Um, do you know what yours is? I'd have to think for a sec. Uh, mine's definitely the Captain America grabbing Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty nuts. And I think like they did it so well. I didn't expect it. Yeah. When it was moving, I was just like, oh, wow, it's got a mind of its own. Like, That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was perfect. Well, yeah. because it reminded me of the cape of, um, I forget the name of Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. I don't even know if it has a name. It does, but I forget what it is. Something with an A. But. Oh, yeah. I should. I want to know what it is now. But, yeah, when it's moving on its own, I thought of that as Mjolnir. I was like, oh, yeah, it has a mind of its own. It's doing its own thing. And then when Cap, I was like, wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Everybody you know, there was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> That was, yeah, that was, that was pretty good. And the whole fight scene with it, like they did a lot of things that Thor has never been, well, because Thor doesn't have the shield. So you can't do some of those things like bounce the hammer off the shield or bounce the shield off mm-hmm. the hammer. And, um, the fight scenes in this are insane. Yeah. That's something I can never get over is like whoever, it's like the matrix. Like when I watch the matrix, I'm like, wow, so well choreographed. And you see, I, I can think of the callbacks to like Jackie Chan movies or something I saw when I was growing up, Bruce Lee movies. And in this one, it's like such an amped up scale. Cause you have superheroes and I read these panels and I think back to them. It's like, they actually, I don't think the DC movies, I don't think any other movie pulls off that scale of like how everybody interacts, how things are interlinked because it's like, that's how it would be in the comic book of you think that these people are almost, they almost have everything planned out. I'm going to throw this to you and it's going to go over there and I'm going to catch this and he's going to shoot his web and we're going to be across the field and teleport. And it's like, everybody's just so in sync and every, all the camera work is done so fluidly. It's like, right. wow. Yeah. Wow. And then he picks up a ham and he's like, to your left, to your left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a circle going on. I didn't even think about that until I heard somebody, cause everybody's talked about this movie. So a couple of different people that I follow have talked about it, but, um, and, um, what was it where he's, um, on your left? I think it was, 
Oh, when they're running the circle in, I think it's in Winter Soldier. When Captain meets Falcon. Yeah. They're running the loop and Captain keeps passing him on the left, yes. on the left. On yes, the that's what it was from. Yeah, I, I can think about it because I just heard it. But yeah, there's like a lot of callbacks to other movies and things like like that one. Cat when uh, Falcon's like on your left and they're coming through Doctor Strange Circle is a callback to that. There's like a couple of those things that I missed, but somebody was talking about. Mm-hmm. So man, the writing on these is is a ten out of ten. Right. It doesn't. It's like Arrested Development macro understanding yeah. how they weave everything in and out. Stanley cameo. Did you catch that one? Yeah. I guess that's his when last was one. It was the last one, I think. When or I think cameo? maybe Spider-Man might be his last one. Okay. I'm not sure. When was the cameo? When they know. go back, when Steve and Tony go back to the 70s. Mm-hmm. And we cut to the jail and there's a speeding car. Oh, and right, there's a right, guy with yeah. a young blonde gal yeah. and he's like, make love, not war, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> was, it was so quick and I was like, wow, <laughs> they filmed that in, in one hour. That's so funny. Yeah. I think, so wait, then we may have won in Spider-Man? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's the end of the saga, you know, the Infinity Saga. So maybe they have And he was still alive while they were filming. Okay. So oh, yeah, yeah. that might be... It's kind of cool that we get like an epilogue almost with Spider-Man, right? Instead yeah. of just like a hard stop, like full stop with uh, Endgame. There's yeah. like something we could get a little bit more before I guess they ramp everything back up again. And I think it's a perfect character to do it with too, because Spider-Man's not yeah. on like the big level. You know, he's like the neighborhood Spider-Man, and so yeah. you get to see like how did this a huge event impact your everyday person? Like, yeah, his friend Ned. Like, how did that impact Ned? Or you know. His friend NJ, which I guess they're going to say like all of his friends were the ones that got snapped because they're all the same age. Yeah, because I was wondering about that because it's like when he goes back to school and they see each other, I was like, well, if there's a five-year gap, he should be like like 20-something yeah. yeah. and he should be 18. I guess they, I guess there is a lot of people who snapped and yeah. I guess we'll figure that out. Right. They definitely thought about that. Right. If my idiot brain was thinking about that, <laughs> they were definitely just like, they, they all snapped, duh. Yeah. yeah. It's five years later. If... Ant-Man's daughter snapped. Come on, we thought about it. Yeah. Yeah, that is a perfect character. Good Lord, that kid's good as Spider-Man too, man. He is. Yeah. yeah. He, I liked the guy before. Uh, what was his name? Andrew Garfield? I liked Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. <laughs> oh I didn't God. like the movie. I mean, the movie's okay, but the, I think he was a good actor for it. But yeah. Tom Holland is a lot better. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, I didn't know what I was missing until I saw Tom Holland as yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Because, well, just, you know, we were given uh, Tobey Maguire and then... Andrew Garfield's a big step up from Tobey Maguire's oh, yeah, Spider-Man. Definitely. So I was, I was satisfied then, but then we found out. We saw Tom Holland, and it's just so much better. So perfect. Yeah. yeah. He's nuts, man. Yeah. He's so talented. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, that comes out in like a month. Yeah, I, I don't think Mysterio is going to be from another dimension in the multiverse. Yeah, you know, I was think, I've been thinking about that, too. Because he's like a known liar. I think he's using... Yeah, he's a yeah, I think Fury's in on it. I think Fury knows. And is like kind of seen how it goes. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I was I was wondering about that because he's like a trickster, uh, right? Magician kind of guy. But maybe Marvel throws for a loop and Mysterio well, really I was, is a good guy. Or... Well, that's the thing that they kind of been doing is like people aren't as much villains as they are like antiheroes or caught in the middle or just like right. they're doing something that gets in everybody's way because they actually have a goal that has like. 
there's some sacrifice in their goal, but they're trying to do something that they don't really have another choice about. Like, uh, did you see a man in the wasp? You saw all of them. So, um, like ghost, like she's not really a bad kind of dude. She's just like sick. Right. And like there are costs, but it's like, it's either her life or everybody else's. And so she's in a survival mode and, uh, Eric Killmonger, he's like given a lot of, sort of right. time where we develop and understand like what choice does this guy have as well like right. your dad took my dad like yeah. what what the fuck do you expect me to do at this point i'm pretty pissed off and i've been that way for 20 years yeah and he sees the injustice of it all. i mean he shows us yeah. the injustice of it all yeah yeah and yeah and he's not wrong right yeah so I like I like that. Whereas like I guess Red Skull probably wasn't as more developed, and right. uh, like the first Iron two Iron Man movies, third Iron Man villains are interesting. I like what they do with Mandarin, but now we've gotten to that point where I mean, yeah, Thanos is a big bad guy, but like everybody else, is, like they have real motivations, and you really kind of know what they're going for. Yeah, so Thanos has made sense. I mean, there it's, yeah. it's a point you could argue. You know, like in yeah. Endgame. Um, Steve Rogers is like, you know, there's whales in the harbor again. They haven't been there for a hundred years because the pollution's gone. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's value to what Thanos wants to do, even if it has kind of call. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see Mysterio kind of being in that middle ground or right. something like that. I was worrying about that. I was wondering, well, maybe he is from another dimension, but he's lying about what his motives are something like that i don't know man it's gonna be really cool yeah because i i didn't expect that when we saw all the early stuff it was like oh mysterious the bad guy and then it's like hey here here's this guy we're gonna work together and it's like oh shit they're doing something i think ultron was pretty clear-cut bad guy though yeah i I really was disappointed in ultron i think a lot of people were like seeing what we've seen now from the mcu ultron could have been like if you just like look at images of ultron you're like that movie is going to be awesome mm-hmm. and i just think he was a letdown i i hate that they used um probably did try to do too much what was what was the guy's voice um james spader yeah i i didn't like james spader as robert well. california that's all i could think about all i could think about is like hey you guys want to get new to jump in the pool or whatever he does in the <laughs> office like i can't get past that character to yeah. actually like be have ultron be threatening yeah i had that problem too because i was I was always watching a lot of The Office, so yeah. it's hard to disassociate that guy's voice from that yeah. character. And like Ultron has an idea, so terrifying that he, you know, he has this whole army of Ultron. Like you can't kill him. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Yeah. Which didn't he walk away at the end? Like at one of those. Three- Vision just sort of like melted him down. Oh, and erased that's right. Him. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Even though he's like, oh, you're beautiful. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. And I guess Vision's gone. Yeah, I kind of thought we would get, like, um, what is the version of Vision where he has no color, um, where he's all silver? Because there is a version Whoa. like that in the comics, right? I don't know about that. I think there is. And so when he di- when they pulled the stone out of him, he turned into, like, he looked like that. So I mm-hmm. thought we would get a version of Vision like that. But I guess he's gone. R.P. He's gone, dude. Rest in peace, Vision. Rest in yeah. peace, Jarvis. Now we have Friday. Uh, is Friday the system that Spider-Man uses? I think that's right. Okay. Yeah. So that carried over. Which, speaking of uh, RIP, what do you think of this um, Black Widow? Whoa. Didn't expect that. Yeah. I did think, and right until it was her, I did think it was going to be Clint. And then when I thought about it, it was just sort of like, yeah, I guess that makes the most sense. Like, But they have a, they have another movie coming out, a standalone movie for Black Widow. Yeah. So I, 
Like, that's why I was like, oh, well, she's going to live because they have a movie coming out. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Yeah, that was another reason why I was just like, you know, oh, friends are going to do it until the end. Um, But then somebody pointed out to me that when they fight in – when he's mind-controlled in the Avengers, they fight and she she beats him. Every time they fought, she's won. So she's, like, always kind of had one up than him. So then that makes it kind of obvious, I guess. I don't right. know how obvious it is. I think they've only fought once or twice. Right. And still just as friends. Um, didn't expect that, man. I didn't like I didn't like that. I, I mean, I'm, I like it as the story, but I was like, ugh. Right. It was the same with Spider-Man. Where I was like, wow. I wouldn't have been as affected as if it was Hawkeye. So probably better decision. I think that I, I, think I would have been more affected if it was Hawkeye. Because Hawkeye, like mm-hmm. in this story... Hawkeye has like, a ki- you know, his kids and his wife. Like the whole mm-hmm. thing is like he's trying to get them back. And so if he sacrifices himself, like for his kids, that's something. But he doesn't really get his kids back. He doesn't get his family back. You know, he he's done all this horrible things as Ronan, mm-hmm. and he's had a chance to redeem those actions by getting his family back and going back to who he was. Yeah, but maybe in that, he was still missing the bigger picture of things. And for her, we've been following her a lot longer. We know her allegiance to S.H.I.E.L.D. and to protecting everything. Like, she's not as powerful as everybody else, but she has the same goals as everybody else, which is protecting everybody. And we see how that stress has affected her very deeply. And um, I think that was probably the better... I think she has a better scope of how things are. And then when she's gone, he realizes that the loss wasn't only just his family. It does extend to everybody else. So it's like she's kind of already learned that lesson and then he'll only learn that lesson through her loss. Then he gets it. We see him open his eyes and he's in the pool. Didn't expect it though. Yeah. In hindsight, I'm like, oh, duh. Right. But yeah, but yeah, even with the standalone movie coming out, how can you guess that? I guess that that's going to be like it's a, prequel. Be a prequel. Hopefully, it gives us some insight into their relationship because you know they always reference. I can't remember what Stalingrad. Budapest. Maybe. Budapest. Yeah. Stalingrad. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they always reference some foreign like, city. <laughs> it's like Captain America's time. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious if we'll get to see what brought them together. That'd be cool. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll see her origin story. Yeah, maybe we'll see her with the ballerinas and all that stuff. But I feel like that one movie with Jennifer uh, uh, Lawrence last year kind of stole the thunder. I don't know. MCU a little bit there. Red Sparrow? Yeah, I didn't see it, but yeah, I knew what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe it did. I did think about that too when I was watching those trailers. I was like, this is kind of like Black Widow ish. Right. And then that was before they announced that they were doing that movie. Right. I got to pee real quick, so you have to fill the air. I have to fill the air. Yeah, you guys have to fill the air, yeah. Oh, okay. What did you think of uh, Black Widow, the Catherine? I thought it was appropriate. You just don't like... Uh... I just don't like Black Widow. I think she's kind of lame. So I thought it was just like, wow. Well, Hawkeye's pretty lame, too. Both are lame, but... Do you think Hawkeye will retire after this? you think he's done? Yeah. So, really, we lost... Almost all of the original Avengers. We lost Captain America. We lost Steve, uh, Tony Stark. Yeah. Uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye. Really, the only one for Hulk is the only one left from Avengers One. Yeah. Which? What did you think of Professor Hulk? Well, I loved Professor Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he was like pretty good looking, or as the Hulk? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they did a really good job, but yeah. Mark Ruffalo's 
attractive, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought they did a good job. Yeah. yeah they, I, we kind of did lose everyone. I like the scene where he had to walk around in the old Avenger movie and he was like fake smashing things. Oh, yeah. As Professor Holt. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. What did I miss? We were just talking about how we really lost like all the original Avengers from Avengers 1 because Hawkeye will definitely retire. Yeah. And so we lost Black Widow, we lost Steve Rogers and Tony Stark. Really just Hulk. Hulk and Thor. Oh, Thor. I forgot about Thor. Yeah. I was thinking about that while I was taking a pee. Fat Thor. Yeah. Right? What a great arc yeah. that he had in this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, the worst part is that Fortnite is still relevant in 2023. Like, five years later, he's yeah. still playing Fortnite. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty weird. <laughs> I don't know. I was wondering about that <laughs> as well. I was like, wasn't well, that five years in the future? But, but I, I guess, guess if you have funny, you don't have people. You have not anyone to develop games because yeah. oh, the yeah. population's gone. So Fortnite is still, <laughs> yeah. still number one. They're the only, they're the only people did, left making games. Did Ninja survive to continue streaming Fortnite? Is the real question. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I need MCU to answer this because Ninja is the worst of those. Somebody should make um, like a website where you can type in somebody's name and it says like if they survived the snap yeah. or something like that. Yeah. There we go. App developers out there. Neil Hargis. No. Neil Solutions. <laughs> Neil Solutions. Plug. I have a website building freestanding freelance thing. Neil Hargis Solutions. NeilHargis.com. Check it out. There you go. Great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I will not be developed. I mean, you'd have to have a, you'd have to have everyone's name in the whole world. Well, you could probably figure out some way where it would just input like a yes or no after yeah, yeah, a certain number of things. Like, but then, and you would have to have like a, I would, think the majority of people that are like famous, like people, you think people would type in. You'd have to have at least a good bit of those. Yeah, yeah. You would have to probably build a database of yes and nos because if somebody typed in Thor and you didn't have it appropriately responding, yeah. like it was giving. I like guess anytime somebody yes types in, you hit yes or no, and then you save it. And then if it's repeated, repeatedly asked, then you would give the answer you gave last time. You could do 50% on the first entry, mm -hmm. and then you would save the entries. That's a difficult task. Yeah. Who survived the snap? Dot com. Brought to you by Neil Solutions. <laughs> <laughs> you guys like Hulk? Yeah. He's we talked the whole time. Oh, you did? Yeah. She she found she found Professor Hulk attractive. Yeah, he was cute. He's thick. He's he's like the Rock. He's like if the Rock ate two of the rocks. <laughs> yeah. But I, I do like where they went with Professor Hulk. But they that's pretty cool. I feel like they've maxed out on Hulk now, though. Yeah, I don't know. I, what more can you do with the Hulk besides make him gray? Right. I mean, she Hulk, maybe. Oh, Trans Hulk. You're saying? No, no, no. no. Bring in She Hulk. And you're like, saying Doctor Bruce Banner is going to be the first trans MCU character and he's, he's going to transition into She-Hulk. No, no, no. You bring in She-Hulk and you... you I know, like that. That's a really cool yeah, idea, yeah. dude. That's a really progressive idea. Yeah. 2022. Trans-friendly. She-Hulk. Yeah. And it's just a trans... I don't know. Banner. Is there a real She-Hulk? There is. Is that yeah. his wife? Cousin. Cousin. Yeah. yeah. She's a lawyer. And she's always the Hulk. Is she She's white? always in Hulk form. Is she... Well, she's green. But I mean, like oh, she was orange. No, she's green. She's green. Yeah, but she doesn't transform. She's always in Hulk mode. Yeah, oh. and she's just like lives her normal life. Oh. Yeah. She's like ace lawyer, something like that. Pretty sure. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, 
They're cousins. But yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I think, I think they at this get point, together like once or twice. As cousins. I think, if my memory serves me correct, I think in the seventies, yeah, one or two oh. issues where the writer didn't kind of understand everything. It was the seventies, like love, love everybody. Yeah, man. Just do whatever you want. Make love, not war. That's right. Um, R.I.P. Stanley. No, I think I think at this point, like Hulk just has to become like an advisor, kind of a background character. Yeah. I think he's pretty much done. Yeah. I mean, he's he's done the part where he struggles with being the Hulk. He's done the part where he's only the Hulk. He's only Bruce he's Banner. He's a full arc. Yeah. Every which way. Right. And his love he's interest out. is dead. Yeah. So. Which they don't really do anything with, now that I think about it. They didn't. He didn't even say anything about it, I don't think. No, he got mad and he smashed. Oh, he did? He threw the bench into the lake after she passed. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. I forgot about that. That's a long movie. I forgot about it. It is a long movie. It's th- three hours and two minutes, yeah. I think. Yeah, we ate a lot of popcorn. <laughs> God, that was a long movie. It was, was paced really well, though. Man, because I saw uh, I saw Apocalypse and I thought I thought I was going to die in the theater of old age. <laughs> I was right away. It kept going on and it kept going a on. Truly it kept going movie. on. I think it's only like a two and a half hour movie too. Yeah. But I mean, it felt like a 10 hour movie. I felt yeah. like I was watching like roots in one sitting, which dark thing is just going to be just terrible. I have no, no doubt. Yeah. I have no interest in that at all. They should, I think they showed the trailer beforehand. I was just yeah. laughing. Like <laughs> why? Which Phoenix is a really cool character. Like, yeah, it's just, they're all cool characters. How do you, how do you mess? Jean Grey's a great character. Cyclops can open a portal to a dimension that is, the gravity is so dense he can melt people with his eyeballs. Yeah. And somehow you can't do something cool with that. What is cooler than gr- gravity melting eyeballs? What? A you got nothing. A guy who can control the magnetosphere. Yeah. That. Magneto's one of the most powerful Ma- characters yeah. ever. Magneto. And, and he's just fair, sort of like uh, angry guy in the woods. They, I think that... The actor has done a great job. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've all done pretty, pretty good job, except for what's her face. I don't understand. Jennifer Mystique. Lawrence just really. Well, no offense to her, I don't understand what they're doing with Mystique. I don't, I don't understand any of that at all. Yeah, the the character, like the whole point of the character is that she embraces being a mutant, but then she always stays in Jennifer Lawrence form instead of her true blue form. Yeah, it's. I think they even address that in the film, but then they don't, there's no resolution to it. They just bring it up. Like, yeah, we read your Twitter comments and then they're like, they don't do anything. So they're like, <laughs> we obviously don't care. Yeah. I just, don't, I don't think they got a strong supporting cast. Like, I don't think Jennifer Lawrence is great. I don't think, uh, I don't think they know what to do with that many people. That thing. You're dealing with there's an no Avengers scenario. The thing is, is with the Avengers if you, is you've done like six other films that are all independent so everybody who's going to go see the Avengers, 98% of them are going to have seen all the other films. So you already know everybody. You've already gone through two Iron Man arcs at that point, I think. But then with X-Men, it's just like, here's eight kids. Right. Good luck. Yeah. We're going to focus on two of them. And then the other ones are really cool, but I don't know what to do. The Beast, he's like on the monkey bars. And this guy's get one, Quicksilver gets one good scene or two good scenes. The best scenes are always the Quicksilver scenes. Yeah. They're insane. I remember the last one, after I walked out, I was just like, why didn't they just end it after the Quicksilver scene? <laughs> like Quicksilver just win. Like, yeah, I mean, he's so fucking fast. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, doesn't he get, oh yeah, Apocalypse like puts stone around his foot or something like that and traps him. And then Nolan Void. 
all of them. Cool. Which it, I think part of what made Ingrid so great was the scene where everyone comes out of the portals and you have all of these characters laid out in front of you and you, you resonate and like have, you're attached to all of them. Yeah. This whole, I mean, this huge screen, this shot that's like straight out of a comic book yeah. where you have literally hundreds of characters and each one of these characters has a story that you have spent 10 years investing in mm-hmm. and you're like, no matter how this fight goes, like people are going to die and I'm going to care. Yeah. If and, any of them die. And the thing is, is that those who disappeared, their stories are put on pause. So there is no more development. So where we've left with them is where they've also left. So the people who are left, we follow that arc. So when everybody comes back, it's like you're not really overwhelmed. You're not like, who is that? Who is that? What have they been up to? Where's that person been? You know exactly where they've been. Right. So there's no like catching up or anything. Like yeah. That. Yeah. The snap is perfect for this kind of movie because you don't have to that deal with characters. brilliant. Like you don't have to deal with some of these characters. Like, well, why were they not there? The yeah. Snap. Yeah. Well, I mean, but then you get to bring him back. I was pissed off at Apocalypse because you have Jubilee, and then she doesn't do anything. Right. And Jubilee was one of the coolest show, coolest characters on the X Men '90s show, which they bring back the aesthetic of what was on the '90s cartoon, and then they don't do anything <laughs> with anybody except Jean Grey. They tease her as they tease her as the Phoenix, but then in the trailer for the next movie, it's like no, they went into space, and then they and then she becomes the Phoenix. But it's like, but I thought in the last movie, she all lit up and she was in the sky. Like, am I wrong? She was like turned into like a fiery bird and then yeah, stopped apocalypse. Yeah. But then in the trailer for this one, they're like, yeah, it's a fantastic for all over again. They go into space and there's radiation and then she becomes it. They don't know what they're doing with any of these movies. Oh, Fox just sucks. And that's why they sold it. Yeah. What do you, what are they going to do now? They're, all these people are done after this Dark, Dark Phoenix movie. Right. Are they going to recast them? They'll have to. I mean, MCU. They have to do something totally different. This has to be the end of these X-Men. Right. Which sucks because, like, that uh, Professor X guy's great. Yeah. And, and Magneto's uh, great. Yeah, Mag- Magneto's, yeah. Probably the best one. For sure. For sure the best one. They could do a whole lot with him in the MCU. Yeah. They should carry him over because he's, he's a big bad dude. Right. And sometimes good, but yeah, yeah, very very uh, gray character. Yeah, he's a perfect gray character. Gray characters are perfect in the MCU. They do gray characters on the nose every time. It seems like when they have a hardline character, they actually don't know what to do with them. Like um, in the first Iron Man movie, he's just a big bad guy, and then right. in the second one, he doesn't have much of a development. He's pretty hardlined. You're, mm-hmm. you're gonna die with Flash. And then in the third one, the real villain is um, the extremist guy. Oh, He's right. Just like, hype up, I'm uh, a super soldier. Right. And you really kind of know what to do with him as far as fleshing everything out. There's not much more to flesh out. So they're really good at making like a two hour and 20 minute movie <laughs> where you can kind of see lots of different points of view. Because the main character who has the most screen time in um, Infinity War is Thanos. Right. And he's the main character. Yeah. So, because we know everybody else and we know how they're going to, we can predict how they're going to react to what's going to happen. <laughs> they're not going to like it too much. So, right. I think that I guesswork. the black and white characters, like the, the straight evil ones, made good villains for like Iron Man 1 too. Like, as you're setting yeah. up Iron Man, you can focus, like, you don't have to focus on his villain because he, the villain is what he is. Mm-hmm. And you can set up Iron Man to do something 
challenge him, grow him. Yeah. And then as you get later into the saga, into Infinity War, like, now we know who Iron Man is. Let's get a villain that's gray. And yeah. And grow that villain. Yeah. Really genius. Yeah. Because they kind of do that with, um, who is it? There's, well, I mean, like, Killmonger, he's kind of angry and hardline, but there's, like, a, a part to him that almost is trying to convince, like, everybody else, right. like, of his plan, and it's not that bad, and it's like, there's injustices, and we're actually fighting the injustices of the world, and it's like, there's no other way, it's very hard, hardline of, like, a Malcolm X sort of right. way of doing things. And they use his grayness to grow Black Panther. Yeah. Because at the end, Black Panther's like, we're going to open up Wakanda. Yeah. So. He listens. Right. He's like, you're, you're, you're right. Like, I acknowledge that. Right. So he does something about it, but he does it in his own way. So it's like, ultimately, the bad guy went about things the wrong way, but he had good ideas. So it's like, we have to reinvest in these ideas. It's like, wow, man, that's pretty interesting that that stuff carries on. It's not just like everything's great again because we've just stopped the bad guy. It's like, no, the, there's still work to be done. We right. stopped this guy, but he was right. And we still need to uh, change things for our people. Right. Yeah. Do a good job of that, man. Any complaints about it? No. no, I don't have any. I'm not going to complain about anything now. Yeah, I mean, the only thing was like, I think that the time stuff kind of opened up a lot of questions. With Captain America? I think it can all be explained away, but it just wasn't clear cut. Yeah. But. That was only, but. I know, I know time travel can be pretty annoying. Yeah. I mean, as far as it goes, they did a pretty good job. Oh, I think those doggies telling us it's time to. Time to, cut it. Time to go get some pizza. <laughs> yeah, I got. Oh my god. Makes you want a dog? Shut up, dog. <laughs> Shut up, dog. Were we talking about complaints? What did you say? Oh, just said time travel. They did oh, a good yeah. job with time travel. As far as, I mean, time travel is hard. You can yeah. really mess it up, and I don't think they did. I mean,. It's also a comic book movie. Yeah. Like, really? Like, you really want to sit in a comic book store and keep arguing about time travel? Right. Like, yeah, they go back in time and it happens. I don't know how. Yeah. That, who cares? Yeah. There is some comic book movie. suspension of disbelief. Yeah. When you and go like, into a comic book movie to begin with. Yeah, they go into the Moabius strip and they find out where to go. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, you're smarter than me. Yeah. Gamma radiation. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Yeah, Thor. Yeah, whatever. Thor even, they even, that's a really cool thing is that early on they're just like, what you guys call sci- magic is like our science or something like that. He kind of, right. he kind of bridged the gap between saying like what, what we think of as magic and things like that for Thor and for other people at a cosmic level. It's just what, it's science, it's the equivalent to that. That's a cool thing. Yeah. I don't know if we ever touched on Thor. We just, we brought it up for a second. What, yeah, man. Do you like well, the fat Thor? I like the fat Thor. I like. The beard, the beard with the braid that was sick yeah like I want to grow a beard and put a braid in that now because he looked badass he did and the dual wheeling the, the oh yeah Stormbreaker and Mjolnir so, yeah I like that and then when he sees his mom he's like oh I'm not a totally different Thor and he's like <laughs> I am a different Thor that's awesome <laughs> I was glad... raised by witches boy yeah I'm glad they transitioned into like a humor character He's um, way funny. Yeah. I don't guess they didn't notice that until 
Taika Waititi came on. Or I guess in some of the Avengers ones, he kind of moves in that direction. Right. But like, oh my God, if they don't name the third Guardians movie as Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> I feel like that's such a missed opportunity. He yeah. seems to fit in so well there. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see that. I'm ex- I, I really hope there's like a scene, you know, something to deal with him losing his weight and um, Star-Lord having to struggle like to lose his weight. And it's so easy for Thor. Oh, I, yeah. I feel like there's so many good opportunities it's so oh also God, i so love cool. um what's his name chris um p it starts with a p chris pratt yes. oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah, yeah yeah i love chris pratt and I love, oh yeah he's great yeah so he's funny. great oh when he's just singing to himself dancing yeah that's it's great when you get the other side of the guardians opening right is oh yeah he's great and then he just gets knocked out <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's a good sport yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. I guess Guardians 3. Oh, James Gunn's back on yeah. for Guardians 3. Oh, I hear It's delayed to like 2021, 20, I think. I will. Is he back uh, now? Yeah, they put James Gunn back on. Good. Yeah. I wanted to just real quickly, I have a list of all of our um, slated films up into 2027. There's not that many. They're listed. They're mostly unnamed. So um, I'll stick to – this is a, just a Disney in general list, so I'm not going to mention like Aladdin and The Lion King. I'll just look. So we have Dark Phoenix and – So Dark Phoenix is officially a um, Disney movie now? Um, under Fox. Okay. I guess I wonder what the deal is with that. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they purchased this with Apples. Are you getting the money? I mean, they paid the money for Fox, or they... I wonder, and they may have a deal, like a distribution yeah, yeah. thing. Like, we're going to make the characters and things like that, and then we'll just give it to you, and you put it in theaters or whatever. So we have Dark Phoenix. Um, I don't know why Spider-Man's not on here. There's that Star Wars thing. We have um, a New Mutants movie. We In 2020, we have a New Mutants, uh, an untitled Marvel movie. New Mutants, uh, Another that... untitled Marvel movie. And so there's two Untitled Marvel movies next year. In 2021, we have one, two, three Untitled Marvel movies. In 2022, we have one, two, three, another three Untitled. In 2023, (laughs) we don't know. Well, we definitely have have Black Widow and Spider-Man 2. That's this year. That's right. like two months. Right. I'm just saying movies so that third are one. still slated. Well, we have a Guardians 3. Guardians 3. A Doctor Strange 2. Oh, there is a Doctor Strange 2. Yep, they're going to do a second one. There's going to be a Black Panther 2. There's going to, yep, there's going to be, and a Captain Marvel 2. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they're going to do that. I think that that one is a pretty big success. Yeah. That's the only one I haven't seen. Oh, you haven't seen it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean. I'm sure it's good. It fit in well where it, where it came out. It wasn't like great, but it was good. It was like, um. Maybe like Winter Soldier level. What? No, no, no. Winter yeah, Soldier's Winter, really good. What is Winter, Winter Soldier's really good? Like, Maybe like Thor. Like Thor one, Captain America one. Ant Man one. Like just kind of say Ant Man one. Like it yeah. was good. It was good. Yeah. It's just an origin story. There's gonna be another one of those. Yeah. And then well, they're doing the TV show. Right. So we get a couple TV shows. Disney I think Plus. we get two or three on Disney yeah. Plus. And then they'll probably they may do more than that. They have a lot of characters. What are they doing with New Mutants? Don't know. I don't know anything about that one. I don't either. I give up on the extraneous ones. 
because I don't know. There's like all these TV shows, like there's Arrows and there's Supergirls and there's now a Batwoman show coming. Well, New Mutants is that that's on DC? Uh, no, that's Marvel. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Agents of Shield. I've oh, never yeah. seen that. I mean, like, I'm not, not going to keep Carter. up with that. Agent Carter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Disney Plus stuff. I'll definitely check out. That's that's probably another. That's a different level. Right. Like basic cable stuff is they don't have the same budget as right Disney. Right. I mean, the Mandalorian picture I saw for that looks insane. That kind of gets me back into Star Wars. Oh, they're doing Mandalorian on Disney Plus? Yeah. It's going to be a TV show? Yeah, there's a TV show called the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. No, it's a TV show. Oh. Yeah, TV series. That's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can do a lot more with that character. And Mandalorian, um, uh, Boba Fett. Right? Yeah. And Who? Boba Fett from Star Wars. Django Fett. He's, got, he's a bounty hunter with a green helmet. Really cool. He's, but he's just, he never talks. Like he's just like a bounty hunter. Like Did you see Return of the Jedi? Yeah. When they're when they're on Jabba's um, floating palace or whatever, he's the jetpack guy that um, I think Luke Skywalker cuts his head off. Oh no, no no no! He just gets pushed into the Sarlacc pit and then apparently escapes. But they can that lore. I don't know. I don't know how any of that works. I think, but this is not about him. This is just about a Mandalorian. Oh. my understanding of things. Oh. And, um... Uh, you should... Are, what are you looking up? Are you Boba looking Fett. I'm going to show Boba Fett. Oh, okay. Because I think there's, like, some important person that's in the Mandalorian. How long has it been since you've seen Star Wars? This is, like, a, he's a character. He's the one that puts Han Solo... In, oh, he's an Empire. Oh, He puts yes. Han Solo I forgot in he was an uh, Empire of Freaks. Uh, uh, yeah, Carbonite. Okay. Carbonite. Yes, I remember now. Yeah. A show about his people... And their mm-hmm. armor and their weapons. Uh, okay. All the props are being done by What a Workshop, is my understanding, who did all the Lord of the Rings oh. Hobbit stuff uh, based out of New Zealand. Cool. They're also doing a live action Mulan. On Disney Plus? Oh, really? Uh, well, that's going to oh, be a movie. It's going to be a feature voice. film. Okay. Yeah, What a Workshop is doing that. Yeah. I love Mulan. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Mulan's good. They're doing a lot of live action. Disney Mulan movies. is yeah. a trans friendly movie. Yeah, that's true. Disney so movies. I was rewatching that and I was like, oh, wow, 90s progressivism. Yeah. Yeah. So, I bet a lot of people aren't going to have their kids watch it. Yeah. Depends on I wonder what they're going to do. I mean, Disney, I feel like they won't focus on it too much. No, but. It's the plot. It's well, right, the but plot. you can. You can She's like, impersonating a man. I know. But it was, was the plot in the 90s and it wasn't like. Early 2000s, uh, right? They didn't have like a really political heavy message. No, no but, but like. But nowadays that context is different. Yeah. Right. And it's You're like, right. I don't know why that's not. Talked about it because when I rewatched it, I was like, "This materials, this content's been here for people to bring up and be like, look what Disney's done.' I'm yeah. really kind of surprised. It's gonna be brought up for sure when it's out. If you rewatch it, you're just giggling because you're just like, like she's in the lake with all these other dudes, and they're doing like typical dude things. And it's like at the time, a lot of those, a lot of those movies, I question if they would get made. There's like scenes that are just like gratuitously weird. In today's culture, in a long time, you should rewatch it. <laughs> You'll just be chuckling. Because, <laughs> well, because in the end of the movie, guys, it's reversed. The 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 um, because they have a falling out when they're just like, right. "You're a girl. Get you out of tricked here. us. Get out of here, girl." Yeah. Right. Then she needs their help, and then at the end, they dress up as geishas. Her oh, cronies right. dress right. up as geishas, and they're like flirting and right. stuff like that. That's right. Uh, wow. 
That's a wild movie. We'll see what they do with it. <laughs> they better do all of that. I hope, yeah. <laughs> or people will rage. Yeah, I'll rage. Yeah. I'll rage on here, for sure. On and, Oath, uh, Tobar, Oathcast. Uh, that's the name of this. I think <laughs> Oathcast is the name of this. The Mulan movie's in twenty twenty. All right. Uh, Next year, we're gonna find out. Three twenty-seven, March twenty-seventh. Twenty twenty. Oh my god. Twenty twenty. It's twenty nineteen. Oh my god. Welcome to twenty nineteen. Oh, you're twenty nineteen. You're only five months behind. When's Spider Man? Is that July? Right. It's July. Yeah. I don't know why that's not on this list. They have Dark Phoenix. Really excited for Spider Man. I'm not excited for Lion King. Yeah, we're gonna talk about Lion. We're gonna talk about Disney movies. I don't understand why you make a live action movie of something you're gonna have to animate anyways. Yeah, it's not live action. It's not like you're gonna tell a lion like Right, exactly. Like why remake it? Like it's then... just another animation. You already animated it one time. Yeah. I don't know. I guess <laughs> I guess for money. The reason you do it is for money, but for money, Yeah, they're redoing them all. Yeah. Every single one of them. Every I mean, single one. Oh dude. I want what, them what, to do Sleeping Beauty. Why don't we do that? Well, they did that. Maleficent, so I guess they're leading up to that, right? Oh. Isn't that yeah. They have two Maleficent movies, I believe. Yeah, yeah, but because here I'll I'll go through I'll go through the uh, Disney with Toy Story four. This is this year Toy Story four, The Lion King, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. So the sequel to that, uh, Frozen two. Oh, Frozen two will make. So much money. It's going to we'll, make more money than Endgame. It might. It might happen. <laughs> I hope so. My niece, like when she saw Frozen, we we didn't hear anything but Frozen for years. 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 Still to this day, Frozen is the Christmas present to get. <laughs> How many years has it been since Frozen came out? Three, yeah, it was a long time ago. Three years. Your daughter was no, co- more than that. Your daughter was really? coloring Frozen uh, this morning. Yeah. It's, it's it was insane. more than that. No, I, no other princess movie, I feel like, I guess held. It's more- like five because I was working at a daycare. 2013, six yeah. years ago. Oh my gosh! I mean, think about when when we were young. Like the Disney princesses shared. I feel like bandwidth. Like yeah. you had people that were yeah mermaid. You know, they were Little Mermaid fans, or they were Cinderella fans, yes. or I love Belle, or whatever. Now everyone loves Elsa. That's it. Elsa, it's just Elsa. Elsa. Elsa and Anna. Yeah. That's it. Sometimes you're an Olaf fan or whatever his name is. It's Olaf, right? <laughs> into that. I think it's the snowman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No one's a fan of him. It's always on. Some, the bo- some of the boys are like, you know, like Christians, like Olaf. He likes Olaf. Guess I just bumped him out. <laughs> Six years ago, $150 million budget, box office, $1.276 billion. Which, if you had bought Disney stock before MCU started, I wonder okay. how much. I mean, I feel like everything they've done since 2008 has been successful. Yeah, I think they've definitely made a profit on all these. Yeah, I'm looking up uh, in-game uh, 2.3 billion, which it passed uh, Titanic the other day. Oh yeah, I saw. I saw they did that cute thing where James Cameron has like an Avengers logo that's tipping the Titanic. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know if you guys are hip to that. I saw that. Yeah. They do that like when Titanic beat um, what was it? Star Wars. In 99, I think it was, 98 or 99, like George Lucas had this picture that was printed in a magazine and it was like some cute thing with both of those movies and it was like a congratulations for total They'd sales. Like back and forth yeah. and things like that. Yeah. I, I wonder, will it pass Avatar? Which, what's Avatar? Is Avatar, I've never seen one. Avatar. It's number one? It's the How highest, much money did it make? Highest gross, right. grossing film of all time. Which I don't understand. Uh, 
Yeah. I know at the time that's it was on a lot the, of- that's on this list. Oh, I didn't finish this. Here, wait, wait. Because next year, on. next year's Mulan, Jungle Cruise movie, and oh, Cruella. <gasps> They're doing a Cruella, oh, and they oh, also man. have they have an untitled Disney animation. So maybe the second Tiana movie. I don't know. Maybe something original. And then uh, everything else is sort of untitled. Oh, untitled Indiana Jones 2021. No. Sounds awful. <laughs> if they bring Harrison Ford back for another Indiana Jones. <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to, we're no. going to burn into the ground. If it's Shia LaBeouf, oh, I'm no. in. I'm totally in. If it's Shia, I'm, all right, all I'm right. so in. All right. I'm if down. he is that character right. and they don't and they don't bring back Indiana at all and they just totally move on. How terrible I'm was in. the Crystal Skull? Very terrible. It was awful. I remember seeing it in a oh, drive-in, boy. and it wasn't worth it in a drive-in. And those are cheap. CGI groundhog. Yeah, and the ants. comedic effect. The, oh yeah, the ant tower. CGI. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all shit. Yeah, it's all it's all total shit, dude. Yeah. Um, Nimona. I don't know what that is. Avatar two is twenty twenty one. Avatar three is twenty twenty three. Avatar four is twenty five, and um twenty twenty seven. Avatar five. Sorry, they have wrong? five avatars slated. They have five slated, yeah. Oh, because I said 2025 Avatar 4, 27 is Avatar 5. I, did, I didn't like I, I didn't like Avatar 1. I'll go on record. All Avatar right. 1, overrated. Never seen it. I've never seen it. You've never seen, neither one of you have seen the highest nope. grossing movie of all time. Nope. No, At but I time. went on the ride. 2.78 <laughs> billion. I think. So, not that far um, behind. I just don't 400 million behind, so. I hope it closes the gap. I hate that Avatar's number one. I don't understand it. Why? Because you didn't like that movie? Right. I just don't understand how it's the highest grossing of all time. I don't know. I haven't seen a... I think just because so it was like the, cool. the movie that capitalized on 3D. I don't want any of these movies to be there. I want like Dune to make $5 billion and shut everybody else up. When does that come out? Next year. Part one next year. Part two, maybe the year after. I have to read it before then. It's very, it's a pretty short book. And it's like serialized, like it was right. the chapters were printed through magazines, so it reads kind of strangely, but it's a pretty quick read too. You just grab the audiobook. Audiobook's really great too, because the audiobook, it's like you have actors, not actors, but you have like characters who read for certain things. So at some oh, points when, nice. when things in, are getting um, wound up or when things start to progress, then you get these scenes that are acted and they have sound effects that, and like kind of music that plays, builds an ambiance. Which is very nice, nice. but uh, yeah, that's the kind of movie that I want to overtake uh, Avatar. No offense. I wonder what's Skywalker in the room. (laughs) No, I mean, the Marvel Marvel people out there, or the Star Wars people out there, um, you know, I spit on you. uh, Because (laughs) Dune has come, and Denis Villeneuve will blow you all away. Dune is inevitable. Dune is inevitable. (laughs) I am Muad'Dib. (laughs) Well, thanks for listening. And uh, visit neilhargis.com. Thanks for sponsoring this podcast, Neil. Yeah, no problem. You're just going to send me a check. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. A thousand dollars. That's what we, that's what we agreed upon. That's what we agreed upon. Right. That's, yeah. yeah. That's nothing. That's cool. Cool. I, I write that, that every day. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I actually don't even need it. I don't really need it. I was going <laughs> to turn down your check, but then I thought, I actually kind of do need it. So... <laughs> I had to accept it. I mean, you have a kid, so like it's just, it's just charity case for me. Like I'll just give you money and be fine. Yeah, it's oh, expensive. Good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell the government that so they give me more money on my tax returns. <laughs> Kids are expensive. I am Iron Man. This was Ofcast. <laughs>